in a world saturated with podcasts, Two Brothers, One Bible stands out as an intriguing addition to the audio landscape. Ooh, oh, that was good. What yeah, do you think yeah, about that? That's good. I don't have any idea what that means. No, no. Welcome to Two Brothers, One Bible Podcast. We are so grateful that you joined us today. And welcome to some bonus coverage of Ephesians chapter 4, right here on Two Brothers, One Bible Podcast. I'm Robert Wakefield. I'm Peter Searson. Peter, how do you feel about bonus coverage of this particular I, I tell you, Robert, I get tingly. <laughs> <laughs> well, if I loved a liar, I would give you a hug. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> Tingling is a little is a little strong. Too too much. Well, okay, it, it might have gone overboard. Well, but. you know, you know, I I, I joke, <laughs> but it, it just sometimes it amazes me. I mean, you you take you know a few verses in Ephesians, and mm-hmm. it's just like, well, there's nothing there, right? And, and you look at it, and it's like, well, there's a bunch of ones here, and it's like, okay, you know, what are we going to talk about? Uh, and, and then you know, fifteen minutes flies by, and it's like, well. I don't even think we covered the topic. Right. I don't think we did either. And, and, and so, yeah, maybe I don't get tingly, but I do get excited that there's so much in God's Word. And so it's kind of like we just keep digging and digging. There's more and there's more, and it's exciting. It is exciting. And and it's funny that you mentioned that because when I was preparing for this and I read it for the first time, I said, my goodness, <laughs> what are we going to talk about for 15 minutes? Right. And in, yeah. in that prior episode... We talked almost 16 minutes on just the characteristics themselves. We really did. And so yeah. we we want to get back to the part where we really want to discuss, and that is where this all ties into unity. Yeah. That's one of the things we want to discuss. What else did you want to well, talk about that? Well, no, you know, I, you're, you're right on topic because I, I, think, I think churches are um, lax on what they stand for. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think we, we've just seen kind of this – this church age of of acceptance and tolerance, you know, which is the demands of the world on us, mm-hmm. it is because we we hear what the world says about Christianity that we're judgmental and that we're we're archaic in our thinking, and so I think there's this this new kind of well, let's just be loving to everybody. Just God loves everybody, we love everybody, right. and and so we're all the same. We're all trying to get to heaven, and so. You may have different methods, and I have different methods, and and so we may have a different word here or there, and and so uh, we're kind of inundated that with mm-hmm. that as as Christians and as churches about you know how how do we posture ourselves and what do we stand right, and and I would go back to what Paul's saying is like these are non negotiables. Okay, we really and and so it's not only. Saying these are non-negotiables, you got to understand what they understand. Mm-hmm. Because if if we don't agree on definitions and terms, we could be saying, "I believe one God," mm-hmm. but who is that God? Right, and that could be a problem. You know, I believe in one baptism. I believe in one one faith, one hope, one Lord. What is that? Right. And so we we've got to understand what we're talking about. So we set that up in our uh, last podcast. We talked about the one body, mm-hmm. and we talked about the one spirit, and we talked about the one hope, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God, and Father of all. And so these are the things, and we use the the Gerald Ford car as our model, as mm-hmm. our ex, explanation or analogy. 
these are the things that we cannot drive a car without. Right. So we cannot have any kind of unity if one of these is left out. That's true. Um, so if, if you don't believe that there's just one spirit or if there's many spirits or whatever, then, then I can't, I can't relate to that. Right. I, I can't go along with that because in Ephesians right here, he's telling us there's only one. Right. And so I think that's where we have to make our stand and we can have unity with anybody that will, if everybody agreed to these standards, yep. The the method of how you execute some of this stuff wouldn't be that huge of a deal, right? I mean, it'd be different, but you know, I think if we if we just all agree that there's one body and one spirit, if we agree on the big stuff, then some of the little stuff could iron themselves out. I I agree, Robert. I I think you know, as you look across Christianity, there's a lot of different denominations, mm-hmm. and, and and these. Denominations, if you look through their history, they they have come up for various reasons. A lot of times it's because there was a different philosophy about how they would do church or, mm-hmm. or how they looked at a doctrinal statement. Uh, but if we've got these seven ones intact, mm-hmm. uh, then let's just agree on those and not make a big deal out of the places where we disagree. Right, because a lot of times we'll disagree on worship style. Right. For example. Sure. Uh, some people like a more liturgical worship style, and some people like the more contemporary worship mm-hmm. style. Does one make is better than the other? Does one wrong and the other right? I don't think so. Not no. on worship style. No. If we're worshiping God, right. what, I don't know what the difference would be exactly. as far as that is right. concerned. Right. Yeah. You're, you're 100% right. But that's where we get kind of bogged down is... You know, I don't yeah. care for all that raising your hand and shouting hallelujah. And it's like, you know, if if they want to have dynamic worship, and I think you should, right? You know, then let's let's not throw a flag on the field and say, you know, that's wrong. Right? There, there's nothing wrong with that if they're worshiping one God mm-hmm. in the one Spirit, right? And they're they're praising the Lord because they have one hope. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, yeah. that sounds like it's good to me. It sounds good to me, too. And, and I don't understand. And it's, it's happened in my lifetime. I mean, I know that there are things, there are differences in our denominations. Yeah. There, there are very major differences. The biggest one to me was worship style. I, I related to you not too long ago about the story of when I was a, a member of a church uh, that was very, very conservative, mm-hmm. extremely conservative. And I met a guy who was in a charismatic church, just very charismatic and just, you know, the the speaking in tongues and everything. And so when we were discussing a religious topic, uh, he asked me where I went and I told him and Mm -hmm. I asked him where he went and he told me. And I said to him, I said, well, we're on opposite sides of the ditch, aren't we? (laughs) And he said, yes, we are. But we are worshiping the same God. Yeah. Yeah, still the same ditch. It's still 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 the same road. Yeah. And you know, here's a fascinating fact. Are you yeah. ready for this? Let's go. For every mile of road, mm. there's two miles of ditches. There you go. How about that? <laughs> Isn't that beautiful? Who would have thunk? <laughs> yeah. But you know, the, your your point is is spot on because I I've got friends who are Baptist, mm-hmm. and uh, and so I've got Methodist friends, and I've got Church of Christ friends, and I've got Episcopalian friends. I've got all kinds of friends. Mm-hmm. And, and they know who I am. They know what I do. They know I'm a pastor. They know I'm a Baptist. They they know what Baptists think and how they feel. Mm-hmm. 
And so if, if we're out and my Methodist friend wants to get a drink with, with the meal, I'm not going to make a big deal out of that because Paul's not making a big deal out of it. Right. And so in, in his expression of, of his relationship with Jesus, uh, a drink with his meal is not a big deal for me. It, it's a big deal for mm-hmm. me. Exactly. Uh, and so, you know, but we're not going to argue about, well, you know, you were sprinkled as a baby. I don't think that counts. You know, if they have an active, viable faith relationship with Jesus and they're worshiping the same God I worship, mm-hmm. then why am I going to get all twisted well, up about that? That's the thing. That let, Let's let God be the judge of that. Yeah. You know, if if we've got these seven fine, um, you know, foundational type right. Uh, things for church unity and if we've got those then i you know let let god do the separating and let him do all that he's got a much better judgment than we do well sure and and you know not just in in a judgment context that god is going to judge us at the end there's also one holy spirit right and and the role of the holy spirit is to convict us of how we navigate our salvation Mm mm-hmm you know, and so, you know, when Paul says work out your salvation with, with fear and trembling, in, in my mind, it's it's kind of like taking I-65 north to, to Nashville. Mm-hmm. You've got five, six lanes. And so doctrinally, some places I feel more comfortable on the far right. Okay. On some things, I feel more comfortable on the far left. And mm-hmm. so Paul's saying, I don't really care which lane you're driving in as long as you're going progressing, maturing in Christ, and you're moving forward. Right. And so there's going to be all these nuances, with even, even within your own church, among your own believers, your mm-hmm. brothers and sisters of Christ, there's going to be differences where, I, well, I don't want to drive in that lane. That doesn't feel right for me. Right, right. But do we agree on these ones? Th- that's what we need to agree on. Yeah. I think that's, that's the key of the whole thing. Agree on the ones. Mm-hmm. Agree on the ones. And that could be the name of this podcast. Could be. Agreeing on the ones. Yeah. 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 That really could be. So one of the things uh, that I just want to bring up to you and just ask you this question, uh, with all the denominations mm-hmm. that are out there, do you think that that is a good thing or a bad thing? I want to think it's a sad thing. Yeah, I which isn't, isn't even one of the options. You I didn't me. give you that option, but thanks no, for taking it. No, but you know, because and and I say that because I think we spend so much time on where we don't agree. Uh, yeah, that's exactly it. You know, if if you're, you know, it goes goes back to your worship style. Mm-hmm. You know, if part of your worship says we're going to observe communion every Sunday, mm-hmm. why why am I going to be upset about that? Right. You know, if you say, no, our worship style is we do it once a quarter, why, why am I going to get upset about that? Right. You know, there, there's going to be nuances. Mm-hmm. I, I guess the the sad part, too, is they made such a big deal about it that they had to break off of this other one and say, right. well, we're, we're just going to start our own because, mm-hmm. you know, and... and uh, because we don't agree with the yeah the actual path that you're taking on this right subject right. sure yeah well you know that it's it's an interesting thing to think about because one of the things that Jesus prayed for in the garden was for unity yes he he prayed that they all be one yep and and so I I think you're it is sad in a lot of ways mm-hmm. uh, that now I do think there is a, a 
kind of a positive spin to it as well is that uh, the church is so diverse. Right. And that my personality may not meld with this particular church, but it might meld with this particular one. And I might get more from uh, this kind of a study than that. You know, it, it could fall within your personality range in some ways. I think it does very much so. Yeah, so yeah. I, I think there's there's kind of a both sides of the coin on that. I really do. Yeah. But but I, I'm with you. I think it's, it's more sad because we can't unify on the big stuff. Mm-hmm. And if we could do that, wow, it would really make a big difference. You know, it, you know, we we can see this also reflected in relationships. If if every time we got together, we talked about the one thing you and I don't agree on, mm-hmm. that's going to get old pretty quick. It really is. You know, <laughs> right? It's it's like why do you keep bringing that up? We we know we don't agree on it. Why do we want to keep hammering that out? Right. And so I think it's the same thing when when we're together with. Even be people within our own church. If, sure. if, why keep hammering that? We we know where we land, mm-hmm. and, and so I, it's just a matter of of perspective, I guess, or, right. or choice and how we want to view it. Okay. Well, that sounds fantastic. Well, we, so uh, what what were you going to say? I'm sorry. Well, we need to talk about where he ends up here in, oh, yeah. in verse six. And, okay. And says, you know, all these ones that we've talked about. And it says, who is over all and through all and in all. I mean, Paul is really just putting a bow on this thing. He really is. And saying that, you know, God is not limited in space or scope. He is over the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And so uh, there, there is no argument. I mean, the way Paul puts this is he, he goes boom, 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 and that's it. Right. And and putting a bow on it is a perfect way to, to cap that because who is overall and through all, mm-hmm. and in all. Yeah. I mean, there's, so there's no getting around that the Father being involved in any of this. Exactly right. I mean, yep. it's it's all because of Him. Yeah. So I think that I'm glad you mentioned that, uh, yeah. Peter. That's, that's a great verse to bring up. And I, I would also say it's a cautionary lesson for those uh, leaders in our churches who want to, you know, color outside the lines and being all-inclusive. Mm-hmm. Um, that that's a dangerous place to play. It is. It is. It, it's it's not. If it doesn't fall within these seven uh, characteristics, I mean, it, it's uh, these seven ones, mm-hmm. as we say. Uh, it, you could you could be getting yourself into trouble if you're not careful. That's right. Yeah. That's yeah. it. All right. Well, this was an excellent bonus coverage uh, study on uh, Ephesians chapter four. Mm-hmm. So thank you so much for listening to Two Brothers One Bible Podcast. I'm Robert Wakefield. I'm Peter Sears, and we hope that you will join us for the next episode of Two Brothers One Bible Podcast. <laughs> How'd you like that? That was good. <laughs> no, it wasn't. No, okay. <laughs> thank you so much for listening, and God bless. Thank you for listening to Two Brothers, One Bible Podcast. We want to encourage you to subscribe wherever you get your podcast and be sure and tell a friend.